Happy Sunday, everyone. Nice to see all your beautiful faces. So if you weren't here last week, I thought I'll just give you a very brief recap. Um, Gordon shared a wonderful word that made me reflect quite a lot. Um, Joshua 1, 1 to 8, and I'll be focusing on 9 today. And, you know, he he talked to us about the story of the Israelites in the wilderness. Um, Moses passed away. God told um, Joshua that you're the next person in line to lead them into the promised land. And that's just a brief overview of where we stopped um, last week. And just wanted to share before I go on that I feel like today's word will be quite reflective for a lot of us. I think it's something for us all to just think about and maybe even go home and even meditate on later on as well. Because I believe the word of being strong and courageous, it's actually so timely for this season, um, for now and probably the rest of the year actually. Um, yesterday, whilst I was um, trying to kind of finish off what I'll be sharing today, um, I didn't want it to just be, oh Lord, what's the word for everyone? I just sat with the Lord and just said, Lord, how are you speaking to me about being strong and courageous in this season as well? And in that moment, the Lord shared a few things with me about myself and kind of finished off with a bit of a cry with the Lord, just saying, Lord, I'm sorry that I've not been as strong as courageous in some areas of my life. And I was able to reflect and God gave me a verse and, you know, it was just a great time. But I feel like that's the same thing that God wants to do for each and every one of us today. He wants to just speak to us individually and in a unique way so that as we go on through the year, we're able to just go into the year with the Lord as well. And just as we share as well, we're talking about the apple yard. So if you don't know about that yet, we're hoping to move out of Costa as time goes on. And we'll start testing the apple yard not too far away from here as we expand. And it's something new for us as well as, you know, we've been in Costa for a couple of years. I've been here for a few couple of months. Um, But it's time to move further, just like Joshua. It's time to move further into what the Lord has in store for us. So we're going to be reading Joshua 1, 1 to 9. But as we read and as we go through, I want us to just ask ourselves these two questions. What does it look like for you to be strong and courageous in your personal life? So what does it look like for you to be strong and courageous in your personal life? And the second question, what does it look like for you to be strong and courageous within the church as we begin to step out to the apple yard, as we begin to step out into a new building? What does that look like for you within the church? So what does it look like in your personal life? And what does it look like as part of Hope Church as well, as we take a step further? So I'll just read again Joshua 1, 1 to 9. And then we'll just go on from there. So Joshua 1, 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my son, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel, every place that your sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given it to you, just as I promised to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Ephratus, all of the land of the Hittites, To the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. 
No man shall, shall, be, shall stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give you. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And this is the verse we're going to focus on today. It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isn't that an amazing encouragement for all of us? And I'm sure it was to Joshua as well. As I said earlier on, the children of Israel, they had wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Can you, can you imagine how that must have felt like for them? And it was up to Joshua to lead them into the promised land. And we might just see as, oh, they're just going to take territories and go into the promised land and just take, look at wherever the soul steps on and just take it. But actually, it was quite a big task for, for Joshua and the people. You would have to claim the land from its current inhabitants. So there was already people in the land. Fight and lead battles and provide spiritual leadership for a large group of people. That, that must have felt quite overwhelming for Joshua and quite a weighty task as well. But the Lord offered this encouragement to Joshua. And just before we even go further into, you know, what, what does it mean to be strong and courageous in our day-to-day life and also with the church as well? There was a few things I picked up from those verses that I think is very important for us to learn from Joshua. Joshua position, the first thing is Joshua positioned himself to be able to hear from the Lord. Of course, Moses had died, and I believe the previous, um, the previous chapter said they were mourning for a couple of days, and there was crying and everything. And imagine if Joshua was you know, still crying that, oh, Moses is gone. What are we going to do? For example, I said, Costa is almost over. What are we going to do, Lord? And start crying about it. Joshua could have been like that. He could have been crying that my leader is gone. How am I going to move on from this? But actually, after the mourning period... Joshua was able to hear from the Lord. And I, and I believe for you to be able to hear from the Lord, it means that he had positioned himself to hear from the Lord. And I think my question for us today is, in our personal life and also for the church, are we positioning ourselves to hear from the Lord? Or are we quite distracted as well? I remember I was on Sunday, Natalie asked me, and it was a very good question and I had no answer to it. She said, Daddy, what's the Lord saying to you about our move? And I was like, oh. I don't really know. I just know that we're moving and I'm ready to just go with where the church is going. But actually, I believe there's something that the Lord wants to say to each and every one of us for our next move as well. And I had to listen out to the Lord and the Lord did speak about it. So my first thing for us is, are you listening to the Lord? Are you positioning yourself to hear from the Lord for yourself and for the church? The second thing I picked up from there was that the Lord said, arise and go. Arise and go. The Lord was commanding Joshua to do that. 
And I believe that's what the Lord is commanding us to do as well, to arise and to go. But that also means that if you're to arise and go, there's a bit of work for you to do as well. I feel like sometimes in our Christian life, we're like, yeah, the Lord has said this. And then we kind of stay still. And we just kind of watch time just pass us by. But actually, when the Lord says arise and go, it means that there's a bit of work, there's a bit of work to do for us as well. And I want us to just ask ourselves that question. What is the work that the Lord has for me to do as well? Within the church, in my personal life, for the kingdom, what work does the Lord have for me to do? And the next thing said, I will not leave nor forsake you. Again, that's an encouragement. Going into, you know, the Joshua 1, 1 to 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. I can imagine, you know, going into battle and someone saying that to you. Or maybe watching a movie about the war and someone gives that kind of charge. You'll be absolutely excited to go into the war, although you're afraid. And that's what the Lord told Joshua. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever, it, wherever you go. And again, I had to ask, what does it mean to be strong and to be courageous? To be strong means you're brave, you're resilient, you're adaptable. You're ready to, you're just determined and confident to go into whatever you have to do. And what does it mean to be courageous? Actually, the Bible explains it when you go to that kind of Greek meaning of it. Actually means to be of good cheer, actually. To be courageous means to be of good cheer, to be bold and to be confident as well. And I was asking myself, what is the opposite of courage? It's fear. So I started asking myself as well and asking the Lord, what does it mean for us to be strong and courageous as we go into this new season of our life? And it means to trust God and his word and his promises, to trust in the Lord. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding acknowledging him in all your ways and he will direct your path. The Lord is saying that for you to be strong and courageous, you have to trust his word. And that's what Moses had to do. He had to trust in the word of God. The second thing is to be strong and courageous. You need to have childlike faith, regardless of what you see. And we don't have much time, but I absolutely loved going back to see Joshua in the past. Joshua wasn't just strong and courageous just then. Actually, in Numbers 13 and 14, when Joshua and Caleb and 12 or 11 other leaders went to go spy out the land of Canaan, they all went together and, you know, Moses sent them, the Lord sent them to go spy out the land. And they saw everything that was in the land, the good of the land, you know, the milk and the honey and the fruit and everything. And they also saw the giants in the land as well. They saw that there were people in the land and they came back and they started giving the report. They said, yes, there's milk and honey, but we're not going to go into that land. We're not ready for that at all. We don't think this is the right thing for us to do. I think we should just back down. But I believe it was Caleb and Joshua that said it in Numbers 14, 69. It says, but Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephnan, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. 
Their protection has departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. That was Joshua's response. So Joshua being strong and courageous is not, did not start from just that moment alone. It started ages ago. It started with the, the little decisions that he had to make of being strong and courageous and relying in the Lord. And for me, I saw that as faith. Yes, there were giants in the land, but he had faith. And even in our lives as well, there might be some giants in our land as well. And there might be giants in where the Lord is asking us to go to. But we have to see with the eyes of faith. And that is what Joshua did back in Numbers. So now he can see with the eyes of faith because he had been walking with the Lord like that. So even as we step out as well and as we begin to test out the apple yard, we need to see with the eyes of faith as well. We can't allow fear to ride us or to lead us. We need to see with the eyes of faith, like childlike faith. And the next thing as well says, I wrote down here, speaking in faith, in alignment to God's word and promise. Again, at times, you know, even in our lives, the situation that we're in doesn't look like it might end up in a good way. You know, as I said about the land, the giants were there. Yes, there was milk and honey, but there were giants, there were soldiers in the land. And you might see that and begin to speak negatively about it. You might begin to say, no, God is not going to get us through. This is never going to work out. Everything is going to fail. No, that was what the other 11 leaders were doing. But I can see again that Joshua and Caleb spoke with faith. They started speaking with faith in alignment to God's word and promise. And I think that really is for all of us. We have to be ones who speak with faith. As we go to the apple yard, there might be some challenges that might arise as we go to the church. I mean, God doesn't say that there won't be any challenges. Of course there will. But we have to be ones who speak in faith that, oh, we know that the Lord our God is with us. Yes, there are challenges. Yes, there might be some struggles. There might be some, you know, nitty gritty stuff. But we have to speak in faith that the Lord has gone before us and the Lord is with us and he will never leave nor forsake us. And not just for the church, but it might be areas of your life as well. Maybe your health. Maybe, I don't know, for the young ones, your education in school, whereby there's situations that makes you feel quite fearful, maybe in your family. But the Lord wants you to speak in faith, speak his, speak his word and speak his promises that he's with you and he will never leave nor forsake you. So be strong and courageous. And another point is just, for you to be strong and courageous, you've got to fix your eyes on Jesus. And I think Adam sang, that was one of the lines that Adam sang today. We've got to fix our eyes on Jesus. And what came to mind was Peter, when the Lord called him out into the water. And he was strong and courageous and took that bold step. But what happened? He took his eyes on Jesus. And I believe as we go forth in this year, even as we test out the apple yard, we've got to fix our eyes on Jesus. We can't be ones who begin to look left and right. And I believe he said that in the book of Joshua 1, maybe 6 or 7. He said that you should not look left or right. Don't turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success. We've got to be ones who fix eyes on Jesus. Even as the year goes on, the world is only getting darker and darker. And if you're fixing your eyes on the darkness or on recession or on the things going on, you're going to fall, but thank you for Jesus that he will still help you anyway. But the mo- before that happens, you can choose to fix your eyes on Jesus. And if you do, it will help you to be strong and courageous and walk on the water with him. 
There was something that the Lord told me yesterday, and I think it's for all of us as well. And it's not a language that I would normally use. That's how you know it's God when it doesn't really make sense to you. And it told me, it said, stop fretting. Stop fretting. And what does that mean? It means stop being anxious, stop being afraid. And again, I think that's something that the Lord is telling all of us. As we move forward, as we try new things, as we test things out, as we go into our year, we've got to stop threatening. We've got to stop threatening and believe the Lord for more. Believe the Lord to do what he has promised us to do. Believe the promises and the prophecies the Lord has spoken over us. To be strong and to be courageous, it's an affirmation of faith. And this was a point that was really important for me. It's not for the strength that you muster. I think sometimes when we hear, be strong and courageous, like, yeah, I've got to be strong. I've got to be courageous. It's me doing it. Actually, it's not. We're relying on the strength of our risen Savior, Jesus. We're relying on the strength that Jesus gives us. Jesus' strength is our strength. Jesus' courage is our courage. It's not from us. And we can only be strong and courageous because we're filled with the Spirit of God. Can we just take that in? Because we're filled with the Spirit of God. And for me, I always remember, you know, after Jesus left and he told them to gather in the upper room, and I'm sure they were all there like, yeah, we don't know what's really going to happen. Yes, we know God, Jesus said the Holy Spirit is going to come, but they stayed there. They waited. And what happened? They were filled with the Spirit. And because of that, the gospel has gone all around the world today. So we have to remember that because we're filled with the Spirit, we can be strong and courageous because the strength is not from us. And I'll just be rounding up a bit from here. I just want to tell every single one of us that we are in this church for such a time as this. We are here. You are here. I am here for such a time as this. I believe the Lord has divinely orchestrated us to be here right now because there is a plan he has for every single one of us. Yes, individually, but also in Hope Church, Sittingbourne. And just as I round up, the beauty of it all is that you see God telling, God told Moses be strong and courageous. God told Joshua be strong and courageous. And when we look at Joshua 1.18, the people told Joshua be strong and courageous. And I just found that so amazing. And wouldn't it be amazing that every single person in this church is so strong and courageous that we go to God and Natalie and we tell them, be strong and courageous. We've got this. God has got us. Wouldn't that be amazing? Which is what happened in Joshua 1.18. And as, just as I round up, individually, as we make decisions in our lives this year, We need to seek God and his will because it's only when you walk in God's will that's when you have strength and courage to face whatever comes your way. And as a church as well, we can trust God because he loves us as a church. He has a plan and purpose for us. And as I said before, he's demonstrated this by sending the son to the cross for us. And if if Jesus can take care of every debt, every sin that we had, We can trust him with the next phase that he's taking us into. We can trust him with the challenges that might arise. We can trust him with the questions that we might have. We can trust him with growth, seeing more people. We can trust him to show us favor. We can trust him to give us the land that he has promised us. We can trust his goodness. 
But he's only asking us, be strong and courageous. Just as a roundup today, I just want us to just, again, have a think about the questions I asked earlier on. What does it look like for you to be strong and courageous in your personal life? And what does it look like for you to be strong and courageous within the church as we begin to test out the apple yard? So I just pray that, most importantly, we remember the goodness of God as we go into this season. Because when we remember the goodness of God, no matter what challenge comes our way, we can say, oh, God has done it before, so he's going to continue to do, do it for us. He's going to continue to help us out. So I'll just round up there. Yeah, and just pray for us on that. Yeah, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you because you're a God that encourages. You're a God that loves us. You're a good father. Thank you for this word that you spoke to Joshua that still resonates in our heart today. To be strong and courageous, to not be dismayed or be afraid because you go with us. So Lord, we pray that as we begin to even step out into our day-to-day lives, as we go to work, as we're in our family, as we're looking after children, as we're meeting our neighbours, that we will be strong and courageous in this season. And even as a church, as we step out and begin to step out, as, as we step out and begin to try at the apple yard, that we will be strong and courageous, that we will not be ones who will own back and limit God and shrink God, no, but we will be ones who will take a bold step of faith and trust into what the Lord has in store for us. We say thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Brilliant. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Wow.